with another episode of Mike Chuck. This is episode number three, number three this year. Um, we are have a, a long list, not a long list, decorated list. Would that be the list of guests we have tonight, today? Uh, I mean, that's generous to two of the three. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, we'll find out which one you're talking about. Um, but we have... Uh, the pound for, pound for pound girls champ. I think that's clear. Reagan Rossiter is going to join us momentarily. Then we have Creighton Prep assistant coach Rowan Stander. And then uh, we have uh, the man, the myth, the legend, any Russell's own Drew Kassler. He's going to join World's us. Finest. World's finest. Ord's finest. Ord's finest. Drew Kassler will join us. Um, to close the show. So big, long show. Going to talk to those three guests and have some fun maybe doing it. So let's just get started, Chuck. What do you say? I'm in. Is it money time? It's money time. Okay. Reagan Rossiter, the pound for pound female champion. I think that's clear after what happened uh, last week. Reagan, we obviously want to talk about the big – match i guess matchup that you had um where's that will in wilbur right clayton oh, wisner wisner yeah wisner. sorry got my w's mixed up there um but yeah the wisner match um yeah seven nothing kind of dominant performance in the championship match there uh walk us through kind of your mindset going into that um well, I didn't look at my bracket at all until Ranky really, like, said, hey, you'll have, like, a tough opponent in your finals match. And I was like, okay. So I just wrestled my matches before I got my 100th career win. Um, I just took one match at a time. And I had, like, the mindset of just, like, going out there. Just I know Kaylin's a really tough competitor, but I just went out there and did my thing. How do you overcome having such a dork as your head coach? Yeah, that guy. I mean, that's that's a lot to have to overcome. I don't even know. I don't know how I put up with him. <laughs> yeah, I I mean that guy. He's different. Uh, trust me, I've dealt with him for about thirty years. So <laughs> that's it. That's it. Mm, man. Special takes a special kind of human to deal with that guy for that long. Um, Reagan, uh, you've you've had a busy off season and a busy season so far. I mean, you've kind of tracked down the best wrestlers to compete against. What what's kind of been your goals this year? I mean, have you have you was that one of your goals is to set out to wrestle every tough opponent you can? Um, to be honest, whoever steps on that line, I just wrestle and uh I wish I could have wrestled in Texas but injuries happen so yeah <laughs> you so you brought up your 100th career win you are 102 and 2 in your oh. high school career that is uh, pretty remarkable and only one of those losses came to an in-state opponent the other being a girl from South Dakota who's also you know champion um you win a lot. What do you take maybe from every match? I mean, some of them are more dominant than others. What do you take away from, from every match? How do you learn? How do you grow? How do you get better? 
Um, after every match, I rewatch it. Um, I sit down and talk with Frankie or Bob and see what I can work better on and then just keep working on stuff that I can get better on during practice. And I just take one match at a time. Wait, Bob coaches? Wait, Bob actually has good advice? Gives advice? Sometimes, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Hopefully it's not about hair. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Hey, so how much does it help having a lot of your former club teammates on the team with you and um, seeing their success? Does that, does that push you as well? Uh, do you feed off that? Oh, yeah, for sure. We have a team goal of being team state champs this year, and I can see it real well that we're going to – we don't even have our full lineup yet with Kenzie Martin being out um, at Wisner, um, me being out in Texas, uh, Piper not going to Texas. Just our whole team isn't, like, really put together yet, but we're uh, achieving a lot of goals are ready this season and I think we'll pull it off at the end of the season of being team state champs you have a big tournament this weekend Winnebago tournament's a, a pretty big one that's uh, uh memories for you one of those losses happened there um you know you gotta kind of prove it is it a prove it kind of tournament I guess for you guys as a team I would say so yeah uh I mean there's 31 teams there um, so it's going to be a real big tournament and just showing who we are as a team and succeeding in what we can achieve and pull off that team state title at the end of the season. So I got to, I got to ask, and you don't have to answer if you don't feel like it. What does, what, what does the money sign mean to you? Um, so I, during practice, I don't even know when it was at the beginning of the season. Ranky came up to me and was like, we got to come up with a handshake. And I was like, okay. So that was just like our handshake. And yeah, I don't really just know. So we're, just so we're clear to everybody that's watching this, it's in no way disrespectful to your opponent at all. No, it's just me and Ranky's thing, but yeah. It's <laughs> Just a, like, like kids can't have fun anymore. Is that what we're talking right. about? Like, right. what are you doing? <laughs> Who cares? Move on with your life if you have a problem with it. Um, that's just my thing. It's kind of like the backflip thing. I, you know, Ron, hey, dude, is my guy. Love him. It's great. Everybody likes Ron. But, you know, let kids do a backflip if they want a state championship. If they can, I could never do one. So, I'd... so re wrestling's a really cool sport, and it's really old school, but we've got to adapt with times, too. we got to let people have emotions. Mm -hmm. um, I get why the backflip rule came into place and stuff like that makes sense, but uh, I, think, I think things like, you know, doing the money sign with your coach or, uh, you know, being able to show out a little bit, I think that helps grow the sport, too. Your thoughts on that, Reagan? Um, well, I got in trouble by my mom for doing that. So uh -oh. uh, we won't, I won't be doing that anymore. But yeah, I guess. Did you get grounded? No, I didn't get grounded. I just was like, got talked to like, hey, don't be doing that. <laughs> so we, we feel like, I feel like we have to come up with another thing. But I feel like, Chuck, I feel like you and I need to have a conversation yeah. about this. Yeah, tell your mom if she's got any issues, she can bring it up with Bob. 
gosh. <laughs> You'll take out Bob. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why I didn't say me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm out of that one. Okay, Reagan, maybe one last question here. You you are a uh, three-time state champion, I guess. we That's fair to say. Um, you know, technically two-time, but we'll we'll go with, you know, we'll go with the uh, Wrestling Coaches Association Championship as well because, you know, rightfully so, we should. Um, what would a fourth mean to you? Um, I It would mean so much. Um, being the first girl out Westside to even become a fourth-time uh, state champ would be pretty cool. Um, I don't know. It's going to be speechless. I, I can already tell that, so. Are you going to cry? Maybe. Oh, probably. After my, when I won my first or second one, um, I saw my dad, I was on the podium and I saw my dad taking the picture. And I, after I got off, I just started bawling and I, Jernigan was right there and he was, I could see a couple of tears in his eyes. So it was special. Yeah. Is it, okay. I lied. One last one. Shadron State. Why Shadron? Um, why'd you choose there for, uh, to wrestle collegiately? Um, just the coaches, honestly, they, it felt like, like high school. Um, they've only been there since June and they have like a relationship with all the girls and he, uh, coach Taylor actually came up to one of the practices last week and like, he's making a difference, I guess. I don't know. Just like, it felt like home. Yeah. It's a gut feeling. That's what I tell kids all the time. You'll just know when it, when it happens and, um, seems like a gut feeling. Yeah. yeah. Well, Reagan, I, I want to thank you for what you've done for the sport. Um, you've really been a pioneer for girls wrestling. And I know that there's a lot of little girls that look up to you and see you as like a star, you know, um, and you've done it all with a lot of uh, humility and, and, and you've done everything the right way. So I want to I want to thank you for what you've done to the sport. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no one, no one knows how to handle me being nice. Yeah, you're not. That's why. <laughs> All right, Reagan. Uh, appreciate your time. We were, good yeah, luck. Thank you. Good luck in Winnebago. We'll see you at some point. I'm sure here down the road. Yeah. Thank you. Get out. All right. Thanks. All right, Chuck. That. Uh, so we got to the bottom of the money sign. She can't do it anymore. Yeah. I may we're do gonna it. Have to, we're going to have to have a sit-down conversation. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I'm not. Bob is. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> with that. Okay, uh, next up, we have a uh, guy I'm a little excited to talk about for a number of different reasons. Um, and most of it is just the team he helps coach. But um, I got some questions about what he does in his free time at a wrestling tournament. Uh, Creighton Prep Assistant Wrestling Coach Rowan Standard joins us. Rowan, thanks for joining us. Appreciate your time. No problem, guys. What's up? Thanks for having me. What's up, Chuck? You guys are like best friends. We're neighbors. We're cordial. You're neighbors. (laughs) Yeah, we only live a few blocks away from each other. That's not a neighbor. Yeah, I mean, not basically. No, it's not a neighbor. Whatever. In the neighborhood. It is not a neighbor. 
Okay, if you're blocks away, you're not a neighbor. Maybe like the Midtown Omaha. I'll show you a block, pal. You tried once. It didn't go well for you. <laughs> How's the knee doing? Who's the one that had to have surgery? <laughs> not because of that. It had nothing to do with that. Answer the question, brother. It had nothing to do with you. I'll say that. feel very good. One of these days, we'll just get my doctor that performed the surgery uh, and, and talk about it. Talk I think Rowan. we need round two. Never I'm, happened. I'm retired. I'm retired. I'm retired. Um, okay, Rowan. So, what is this picture that I saw of you with like you had two like things up your nose? I don't even gloves on. You were bored. We uh, we are on a little break at the Stampede, and if anyone knows me, they know I like to keep the mood light and uh, have fun. So everyone's just you know, there's like a hour break. And uh, I'm sitting down by this trainer stuff, and I'm like, I'm just going to jack around <laughs> real quick, put a couple nose plugs in my nose, was like putting some gloves on. He and, was showing proper know. etiquette and technique for to stop nosebleeds. Yeah, that's right. Blood time. Teach him, get, teach him we, how to do it. We get it cleaned up quick. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it. Um, okay. Let's talk about the team now, because you're I, I have multiple questions, but the first one I have is how tough or good, if you will, as a coach, are practices in the room, particularly from like 30, 106 to 32? Because yeah. those, guys, those guys are good. And also, like, you know, they're all around the same weight. So, you know, you wrestle, you practice with the same guys. <laughs> like, it's got to be pretty intense practice. Yeah, they, they have some battles for sure. Um, we definitely have structured practice a little different this year. Not every day is a grind. Uh, Mondays coming off competition, we use that to break down film. It's a little slower speed, more drilling, more technique. Uh, Wednesdays. If we don't have a duel, we usually do combat day where it's a lot of live. And those days can get a little chippy, that's for sure, uh, with those lighter guys. Um, everyone's kind of fighting to be that top dog, especially when they're all pretty, pretty good. Um, having uh, President and Miles out the last couple weeks have, uh, you know, mainly kept it to like Kieran, Kobe, and Cole. But when we get those two back, it's just going to add to the intensity of the room. I was going to ask about President being the only senior of that kind of group of the lighter weight guys. I mean, he's probably shown a bunch of leadership to those guys, I would imagine. That's right. Uh, you know, with his injury, we caught it pretty early on in the season. And, you know, he's kind of down on himself. And we use that, that to uh, – talk about opportunities and how this is an opportunity to be more of a, a vocal leader rather than a visual leader and leading by example. Um, you know, he gets to help the guys out with technique and, and become like, you know, take his wrestler hat on and put more of the coach hat on. Mm. Um, so we've really seen him grow as a leader this year, which is awesome to see. He's kind of like a quiet, stoic guy. And this year he's really, turned a corner being vocal and, and being, uh, you know, a well-rounded leader for our team. 
with all those kids having wrestled a club together or known each other for a long time, how easy was it for them to adapt to the culture that you built in the room? Uh, I would say it was pretty easy, especially because um, the factory was using our wrestling room to practice in. Um, They were using it, uh, you know, a couple nights a week. We have little J's in there. And um, so they were essentially like three practices on some days. So they already got a taste of the room before actually practicing with our team. Um, So the transition was pretty seamless. Um, And, you know, they would kind of come to some duels. So some of the guys got to talk to them before they actually enrolled in school. Um, But as far as them adapting to the culture at prep, I mean, they're all really good guys. And we like to think that we're good guys too. So it was a, a really easy fit for them to kind of come in and, and, you know, adapt and adopt our culture and beliefs. You, uh, one guy I don't want to leave out in this freshman group, I guess, is JT Smith. Saw him at um, your guys' invite, lost a tough one against a really good wrestler in overtime. But um, first of all, he is, like, rocked up. Like, I mean, he is. Look like he's a freshman. He looks like he's 22. He's a hammer. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, Is he squatting more than you yet? Uh, he definitely benches more than I do. I don't know about squatting. Probably, probably pretty close. He is a, uh, he's a horse, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, what's really cool about JT is he's only been wrestling for like four years. Oh, wow. So, he hasn't even uh, tapped into, like, the top 10% of his potential yet. He's, like, nowhere near his ceiling. And, uh, uh, you know, he's just got so much more to grow and and become a more complete wrestler than what he already is. is it, and it, Adonis is another guy. We've seen him, Chuck and I, the last two years in Fargo do really well, um, you know, he lost a tough one against a really good wrestler in the finals at your invite last week. And he seems to be, he's just a junior, but I feel like he's been around forever. Um, he's probably more of a leader too, I guess, when you get to that upper weight. Yeah. So um, at the start of the year, Adonis and Preston were named our team captains. Mm-hmm. Adonis is obviously more the vocal leader. The dude can make friends with a brick wall. Like, He's just, he's got that outgoing personality. And, you know, even if he takes second, it, it doesn't bum him out. He's still smiling on the metal stand, having a good time. Um, you know, just loving life. And, you know, that's what makes Adonis Adonis is he's got that larger than life personality. How exciting is it for you to get a coach with one of your teammates at your alma mater? You know, that's got to be you got to be on cloud nine with that. And then to see you guys do well as well. Yeah. So um, we have uh, another guy helping out in our room. So you're probably talking about Andrew Fisher. Um, We're both 08 alum from prep. So we graduated together, um, have some history there, but we also have Patrick Rollins back in the room. Um, He was a state champ as a freshman runner up as a sophomore. And then him and his family moved to South Dakota or North Dakota 
Wapin, I think, North Dakota, I believe. Um, and he wrestled uh, and won two more state titles there. Then he moved on to Oregon State. He was a Pac-12 champ, two-time NCAA qualifier. And he lives back in Omaha now, so he's helping us out with the lighter guys. So there's there's three of us that were on the same team together um, coaching. And, you know, it's just like we never left. Um, we still know how to work hard but have fun. And, you know, um, my sophomore and junior year was the closest prep has ever been to a state title. We got third and second, I believe. Um, and that if, if, Mike, you were in the, the gym this last weekend, uh, you see all those banners. I mean, we have, like, gymnastics, NSAA mm. Cup. The one yeah. banner we don't have is wrestling, and and we're chasing it hard over these next couple of years. Yeah, you get. I was, I was just, I was leads me into my next question. I was going to ask you is, you know, you have all this young talent. Um, what's what's the what's the step, right? Like, is it to, hey, we want to obviously beat Millard South because they're the top dog right now. Um, and is that the step? Is that this year? Is it next year? Is it the year after? Like, what is what is what does it look like to to get to a state championship? Because your lineup, if everyone's healthy, you're right in the conversation. Yeah. So this year, um, this year. yeah. So one of the things we've been talking about is you know we're we're not coming next year. We're here now. Right. Um, and I I don't think we we name drop teams like like Millard South we don't really care about like beating anyone in a duel what we want to become is a stepping stone for guys to go division one so we want to be that premier program in Nebraska where if guys want to be recruited we're going to give them the best opportunities to get looks around the country and to uh, find a, their next landing spot to continue their careers um, so Winning is a, a byproduct of that. So we don't really focus on that as much as developing the guys, uh, making sure they're recruitable in all aspects, whether that's sports or academics, um, being good people, uh, being leaders off the mat. Um, I think that that's the next step is just getting guys to buy into that. And then I think a winning is the byproduct of that. I don't think people realize either that you've got a lot of freshmen this year, but you still got more people coming in. Um, the train's not stopping with this year. Nope. <laughs> yeah. We got a lot of guys interested. Um, uh, we have some guys committed already. Um, but yeah, I mean, this, uh, I would say Preston and Tony Prey were kind of the turning point. Um, those guys doing well kind of brought some eyes to us. And then, uh, you know, Adonis coming in, placing as a freshman, that turned some heads as well. He wasn't even supposed to be there. He's a 500 record going into state. Uh, he's losing 14 to nothing, and Adonis does what Adonis does, and he's he launched that Carney kid and ended up placing. Um, so I think, you know, the, the writing has been on the wall for a little bit, but people are just now seeing it. Well, I think Cade Brownlee, you got to name drop him in there too, with being somebody that's really gotten, gotten the train going and, you know, 
at least uh, got some eyes starting to get on prep. Yeah, and a lot of people forget Cade wrestled for Iowa for five years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think he got a, a couple dual starts, but was never the guy, like, all the way through. But him just sticking it out five years for Iowa, win a national team title. Um, practices, too. That's huge, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think he was only injured one year, but he was available to help guys like Abasad out and, uh, you know, Jackson Warner or Jake Warner, Varner, however you say his name. Um, so, I mean, he was right in the mix with those dudes, like teammates with Spencer Lee and Austin DeSanto. And, the best uh, of the-, the best of the best. And, you know, he's got that connection with Iowa. So if we ever have, you know, one of these younger guys that are coming up and they're getting looked at, there's our connection right there. Hmm. All right, Rowan, thanks uh, for your time. Sounds like you need to attend to some family stuff, right? Yeah, <laughs> we're watching uh, We're watching Rookie of the Year. Throw the heat. Funky butt loving. <laughs> Funky butt loving. <laughs> what just happened? It's from the movie. quotes from Rookie of the Year. I don't watch movies. I have no idea what you're talking oh, about. Oh, you dork. I really don't, so... And uh, I work, unlike you, Chuck. Uh, yeah, you got me. <laughs> All right, Rowan. Thanks, man. We will uh, we'll catch you down the road. Love thanks you, Rowan. Having me, guys. Love yeah. you, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. All right, that's your guy, Chuck. That's my guy. Like that is your guy. Wow. Great dude, and him and him and Fish are just two great dudes that are doing really good things over at Prep and. And it's exciting to see, you know, that the talent that they've got this year and, you know, in the future. Yeah, I mean, they're stacked. And that those those from six to thirty-two, it is like unreal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're all young, so yeah. you know, it's and they're freshmen too. What'd you say? They're heavyweights of freshmen too. Right. They they they'll be fine. They're gonna yeah. be they're gonna be a. A name I I name dropped because whatever, but um, because we can, yeah, can he can he can I can, and Nate and my Miller South people was not a knock on you at all. Uh, it is just those are the guys. Yeah, that that's the team everyone's gunning for for sure, and they should be so because of what they've accomplished. So. Oh yeah. All right, I think we want to get into some like serious guts here. I feel like we're gonna get real deep in the weeds. Oh yeah. You think we'll get real deep in the weeds or just a little bit? It's one of my favorite people in the world. Wow. I, I like Drew better. I thought we would see the banner up top there. Like, you tore my knee. You cheap shot at me before a wrestling match and you tore my knee. See that right there? What does that say? Yeah. What does that say? Okay. Uh, I don't know why it says Mike first. I'd like Chuck to be a first. Chuck Mike doesn't sound as good. Oh, fair. What'd you say? Let's just get Drew on. All right. Here's the guy, the man, like the guy, Drew Castler from Any Wrestle, our friend. A wrestling Uh, encyclopedia. Oh, yeah. He is the wrestling insider when it comes to high school wrestling and college wrestling and everything wrestling in the state of Nebraska. Like the insider. The one He's out there doing it. He's not 
He's not tweeting from his from oh, his basement. He's not tweeting from his basement. He actually shows up to places and works. That's the thing now. <laughs> That's gonna be our thing. That's the thing now. I think we just stole that. Yeah, we think you guys put a lot of pressure on me right out of the gate there, though. We wow. just stole that. Whenever we say something cool, we just do this, Chuck. Yeah, do the money sign. Okay, how we doing, guys? We'll work on that. We're doing all right, I think. So, testing out some new technology on my end, which you know we'll figure that out later. Um, looks good though, I think. Uh, okay, Drew. So you've been everywhere so far. Feels like. Kind of, sure, yeah. It helps to have a team of people that love wrestling like I do. Well, you particularly have been everywhere. Yes, you have other people. One guy, we're not going to name the one guy, but there's other people too sure. that, that are around. Um, we don't want to name the one guy that is a Gretna homer, but um, we'll name the other people. Voldemort. Voldemort. <laughs> wow. Okay, um, Drew. Yo. Most it, what has been the most impressive performance that you've seen or heard of or whatnot this this wrestling season so far? Oh man, I I mean, this is a this is an easy out, I guess, kind of. But uh, Regan Rossiter and Kaylin Harrell, just that. I mean, the fact that that match even happened is is pretty awesome. Um, no ducking out here. Yeah, well, and, and girls wrestling in Nebraska, in order to grow the sport and continue to grow the sport, you need those kind of matches. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably hard for friends to wrestle each other. And um, unfortunately, some of the best wrestlers on in girls wrestling, most of them are all friends. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of have to overcome those things or, or just kind of understand that it's good for those matches to happen. And so Reagan's already wrestled Aubrey Pearson, two-time state champion, Kaylin Harrell, number one freshman in Nebraska. Um, Say that again. She's a Pan Am champion too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like, like world level national age group. Yeah. At Fargo. And I mean, we're talking like national level events. And so like the magnitude of that isn't really lost on me at all. I mean, the fact that Kaylin, she bumped up and she, she, she won in the match. She took, took her on and they wrestled together. Like they know, we, they know each other. Did you, know? you see, hold on, hold on. Did I you, saw that. How what was that? What's that? Did you see up? that? What? Sorry, there was a thumbs up that came on your screen when you were right talking. next to your head. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, I don't know. I have it. It's okay. Oh, okay. I, did you do that or did I? I didn't no, I don't know. <laughs> There it, is. there it is. There it is. What are you doing? Oh I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Fireworks. I'm not doing anything. Well, I let's totally roll with lost it. it. Let's roll with it though. Okay. Um, oh my God. Are you doing that? No. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> okay. Um, There's like not even anything on my phone that I can hit to do that. <laughs> Continue your, continue your thought. I, um, yeah, no, I mean, I think that's pretty much it. The, uh, the magnitude of that is, is, is huge. And I don't know what's happening. 
when when you said you're messing with technology, is that what is that what you're doing? No. Oh, I'm not okay. touching anything. Neither am I. My hands are here. <laughs> Give a double thumbs up and see if it does the fireworks again. Ah. <laughs> uh. Okay. All right. Oh my god. <laughs> it did. <laughs> I can't tell you guys. I can't tell you. I promise you. I'm not touching I would anything. take this. There's a lot we can do with that. Okay. Um, so, Reagan Rosser, Harold, match the best. Um, best. I want to add on to that, though. I mean, like a little bit with what Drew said is you need that to, in order to grow wrestling. Mm-hmm. You, you need those. All. And, and I wish that was something that we saw a little bit more of in the boys' side, too. Um, you know, sometimes it's, it's easy to just say, hey, we don't want to get a loss here in case. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I think that's what grows the sport is we, we need to have those all-star matchups at some point in the season. You know, it, matches yeah. don't matter until you get to February. You're right. I mean, and, and I think you're starting to see that mindset at least, you know, in some cases, like Ornelas and Unle, they wrestled, you know, right. it, it would have been really easy for one of them to just go up to 120 and probably win. Right. You know, but, but what's that? Olin and Palmer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from what I understand, you know, Olin was battling a little bit of an illness and he, he wrestled as hard as he could and Palmer brought it to him. And um, we're, we're lucky that we got to even watch that match. You know, um, that was, that was the toughest weight at Council Bluffs Classic. I don't know if that was talked about or not, but I mean, the dude from Minnesota was is like number ten in the nation. I mean, you, Olin's ranked nationally. Palmer now probably should be, or close to, or at least be considered. And then Palmer, he's going to have to go through Mason Vilwalk, right? To, you know, to even get to a state title. And we're talking national rankings here, right? So that's that's awesome. I don't know. I don't think those two meet up with each other at all during the season, but. Um, uh, it's exciting that we're getting those kind of matches. Uh, hopefully on Friday, we get to see um, Josiah Abaruma and Kyler Lauritsen yeah. um, in the duel, which would be, which would be kind of cool. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, like it, it, the season is tough and sometimes people tweak, tweak things and sometimes matches don't happen and, and it bums, bums me out as like a fan of the sport. Right. Um, but you also have to listen to your trainers and doctors and all that too. And Cole Canigla, you brought up Council Bluffs Classic. He just like cemented his name mm-hmm. that thing. That, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, he came out of the gate in Carney and and beat uh, right number one and number two. And I think he, you know, that's you know, then he then he goes and competes that well at, at the CB Classic and. Um, Creighton Prep's not shying away from competition at all. They, they're wrestling a tough schedule. They're going to get into the dual side of things. Um, listening to Coach Stander there, like great mindset, uh, great great coaches in that room, and um, they're going to obviously be real good. Um, another another go ahead, Chuck. They got just got Kobe Streeter in too, which is yeah, I mean, going to be a huge bump to their lineup. That that. He's another freshman that you could see walk away with the state title at the end of the season. Yeah, I mean, at, at certain state medal contender, um, he he won right out of the gate at, at the Creighton Prep Tom Deneen, his first action of the year, which is a good sign. Um, and, you know, tougher competition lies ahead. So, um, 
I'm sure he sees that competition every day in the room, though. Um, oh, yeah. And Creighton Prep's only getting better. They're, um, Sanchez still isn't even in the lineup yet, so yeah. they're they're going to be in good shape. You want to switch gears to the girls' side. Winnebago, yeah. Winnebago has turned into the best regular season tournament probably on the girls' side. Yeah, it's, I mean, it seems like every weekend there's a tournament or two that's going to get maybe 20 to 30 teams that – you know, four or five are going to be ranked. And so this week, this week is Winnebago. And then you throw in two of the top eight in South Dakota and the three top pound for pound girl wrestlers in South Dakota. Mm. And one of those three will wrestle Reagan Rossiter in all likelihood on Friday. Um, one of, I don't know if it was Reagan's only loss last year, but she did lose to a girl from South Dakota last year. It was a different yeah. girl. And so that, anyways, yeah, I mean, it's just going to be, it's going to be awesome. Um, Coach Tranmer up there is a longtime advocate for girls wrestling, and he's done a great job helping the sport grow. And, um, I mean, I haven't counted all the ranked wrestlers, but they have over 300 um, on varsity and JV slated to compete there on Friday. So should be good. And then Bennington, Bennington is Saturday, right? Their dual tournament Saturday. That's Scott, Lincoln East, Brian, Bennington, Elkhorn South. It's pretty loaded. Kind of, it's a dual tournament too. Yeah, um, that's big for Bennington and Omaha Scott from the state duels standpoint. Yeah, get in. Yeah, yeah. Scott's been—they're not at full strength, not even really close. And if they are not. For that event, they're they're going to run into some trouble getting to Carney for the state duels, so I'm sure they're they're probably having those conversations now, trying to get everyone ready to go. Speaking of Class B and Scut, how about Waverly? They're right on oh, schedule man. right now, and that that's I don't think enough people have talked about Waverly. I I kind of felt that way a little bit too, and and no no slight to Waverly at all, but I was pumping them up kind of preseason and. Um, and then they lost to York opening weekend. Well, what we didn't realize opening weekend, aside from Waverly being short a few guys, is how good York really is. Oh, man, they're tough. And, and those those two could be the two best dual teams in the state. Every varsity wrestler in York's lineup has a winning record. They're, they're in the same district, too. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be fun in Class B because right now it doesn't seem like any team's fully healthy. Maybe they don't have all the pieces together. Waverly hasn't had um, – Peterson in the lineup yet, and then they're missing Grieve at 144. I mean, they're so they're not even at full strength. They haven't been. Scott really hasn't been all year without Lindley at 215, and then the Brock Lindley at 120 or 26. So Harold's a little banged up. Harold's a little banged up. Um, you know, Beatrice, they haven't had Cruz Williamson the whole season at, at 57, most likely. And uh, Carlin missed a duel against Hastings with illness, and so Hastings took that one. And, and Hastings is pretty dang good. Like, they, they they have a losing record, but they've only lost to one Class B team. And they've beaten Blair. They've beaten Beatrice. And they may not make it to the state duels because they have seven losses. Those guys are scrappy, man. They are. Uh, they watching are, yeah. Hastings wrestle, it's like watching a bunch of guys in a legal fist fight. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys get after it. And it's really fun to watch. A lot, yeah, a lot of those guys are uh, two tough gym products. They got a good club out there in the area, and 
um, they do they do a good job at Hastings. You know, I mean, they had a, they were state champs a few years ago, and you know, maybe not top five just yet, but they're they have the building blocks. They they could get right back there. And they're, they're young. Good. They're very young. Yeah. Hey, is I want to move to Class C a little sure. bit. Is yep. is um, Ornelas or John Alden like the pound pound for pound? Like you got to go watch this guy. Like they're the best in Class C, no matter the weight class. Or am I missing something? I, I, you're not. I love that question though because it just depends on on you know they're they're too far away in weight to really right. you know okay but. Ornelas will just absolutely grind you into a pulp. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't he doesn't have to be flashy. He'll take you down. He'll turn you. He'll win. Alden, it, I love watching him wrestle because he just he's not he's not afraid. He no. takes chances. He lets it fly. He his gas tank is is insane. Like I I could even at my peak conditioning you and i was actually wrestling like i don't know that i could go at his pace for more than 30 seconds it's we watched i remember watching him in fargo and i was just like holy cow like he's just he's just so smooth to watch it's and he is not afraid to like i mean i can't i can't even tell you how many matches was he in in fargo where there it was like each guy had over 10 points scored right you know like (laughs) it and and so i mean a lot of his matches now are like 18 to eight against like number two in South Dakota. He just, you know, tons of points, tons of energy. Um, it's, it's really cool for class C to have those caliber of guys wrestling there. Um, fun we're, to talking watch. About, yeah. we're talking about like guys that are really good regionally for sure. Just if mm-hmm. you take a whole, you know, from a whole holistic perspective, I, yep. you know, I don't know what their national ranking is, but they're, they could beat some people that are ranked and know that. How about yep. Burbach signing with K too? Exactly. Took the words right out of my mouth. Tristan Burbach um, going for his second state title this year. Uh, he, he's probably in that conversation. Signed with UNK. Um, I'm a Loper alum, so that's always cool to see. And then uh, former teammate Drew Garfield's there wrestling yeah. 125 and 133 for the Lopers. So a little Central City pipeline going there. Garfield. Yeah, imagine that. No, yeah, right. <laughs> I took a really so, cool. Photo. I took a cool photo of him and his dad hugging after a state championship. It was great. So, so another another couple guys in Class C, um, uh, Trent Modry, Bishop Newman. He was two to two with Sam Andres, who you guys, if you were at Creighton Prep, you saw him. Yeah, has been a force. Yeah, he really has. Um, so Trent Modry, it was two to two in the second period. I think he got reversed in ten, but I mean, that's a that's a damn good kid. Like, let's just be real here. And then um, Quinn Bailey from Shadron. The, the, out, the out West guys don't get his, his as good much clout. Too. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, Class B state champ in the weight class he won last year, real freaking deal. That dude is good. I, I don't know if he's going to play football in, in college. He's still got another year left. He right. was a sophomore state champ at, at this weight where, you know, pretty much 12 guys last year at Class B 152 or mm-hmm. state medal caliber guys. And I mean, Dude's just kind of got the it factor. Is, is, no. One of the most athletic heavyweights that we've seen that probably doesn't get talked about as much because there's Tyson Terry around with the brand from Oakland. Crest. Yeah. Dude, yeah, go, yeah, go ahead, Chuck or, or Mike. No, I just said JT. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, JT Brand. So the the first time that that I really got to watch him up close was um, uh, I wasn't even there, but I was watching the streams at the uh, Norm Manstead last year and and he was in like a dog fight you know and he's ranked number two or three and the other guy's ranked right in there and he and he twisted him or cement mix or whatever whatever you call it I mean, you don't see that very often or ever at 285 I and mean, that was insane and i uh i will tell you two weeks ago i tuned into the oakland craig versus arlington uh stream of their duel and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch JT. Like, I just noticed it. I'm like, I'm going to watch JT. And uh, he had he was open that night. And I was like, oh, sad. Like, I kind of was looking forward to that. But You guys know he's related to the to the brands, the Iowa coaches, right? No. Yeah, he really is. I, I don't know the exact relation, but he is. Yeah. Wow. Oh, there's fun. Some Has, hashtag fun fact. Where's the thumbs up now? No, I'm going to, oh, wow. I'm going to do that again. Um, <laughs> I just lose it. Uh, is Broken Bow still the best team in C? Yeah. I So I was out at the Logan View invite hmm. um, the 16th, whatever that Saturday was in December. Uh, so you had Broken Bow, Fillmore Central, Syracuse, Takama Herman, Logan View. I mean, Battle Creek, who, who could finish second, honestly, if they get their pieces in place. And, and Broken Bow, kind of clean house. They, I, I will say that they probably lost a couple that on paper at the time I wouldn't have had them losing. Um, but they, they have such a good room and, and I don't I don't expect them to um, go backwards come crunch time. They're, they're a good team. If they stay healthy, they should win Class C. I can say that pretty confidently. Um, but the race for seconds, the real story in Class C, um, there's like eight teams and, and it's not a joke. You know, we, I look at this stuff every day. Uh, there's eight teams that could finish second in my opinion. Which, so that, that team race right there alone, just if you're, if you're pointing out the rankings based on what they'd score at state, um, it's like 10 points difference between second and 10th. Wow. Bonus points so are going to be key. It'll, it'll be huge and, and it'll be fun. I mean, you know, could somebody separate from the pack a little bit? Yeah. But right now it's not like that at all. It's, it should be, fun to watch uh and then switching gears to d i guess we could just talk about david city as a whole i mean holy cow right david city Mm -hmm. high is doing well and aquinas is the best in d you know it looks like this year um what what's going on in david city you know man i i forgot to mention hayden schmidt from david city class c david city yeah that that kid is a beast he beat returning state champion aiden wentz like 13 to 0 the first week Oh, wow. um, I still think Wentz from Battle Creek might go th- 113. He could, if he did this weekend at Newman Grove, he could see Ornelas, which Ornelas obviously favored, but that would potentially be a one versus two match. Aquinas, they, they just beat Central City in a duel, tough Central City team. Yeah. They probably, like their overall depth may not be where it was last year, but they have like five or six absolute hammers like top three and, and in class d that's gonna get it done mm-hmm. um sutherland they won it two years ago 2022 and they seem to be trending upward again um got some young, yeah the sailors yeah they got they got some young young talent um they they're looking probably like the number two team in class d 
Shelby Rising City has such a good group of guys, and, and they lost one of their best dudes. Um, Kravka medaled at 106 last year, was up at 120. I think he's done for the year. So um, they can still finish top five, but they're they're up there. Um, High Plains, mm-hmm. kind of similar situation. They they have their their guns, and then that's kind of about it. But they're they're going to be up there too in Class D. Um, you want to know a, a trivia question? While oh we're boy, doing sure. trivia questions, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Who is the who was the first ever Sutherland sailor to win an SPVA conference championship? There's no way I know the answer to that one. The first ever, yeah. Is it Mike Sauter? It is Mike Sauter. No freaking way, dude! That is awesome. <laughs> Oh, I I'm not even raising them. <laughs> keeping them down here. No, you know why? Because uh, for some reason, they gave my dad the head wrestling coaching job for one year and one year only, which beyond me how you've got it, uh, which was the first ever year that they had wrestling at Sutherland. And I, we moved out there for that one year. And I was a sophomore, my sophomore year of high school, and I won the, uh, the uh, conference championship. Mine. Let's go. Uncontested. Not true. 112, baby. Beat beat a guy from Grant who was actually pretty good. And um, I think he ended up uh, making it to state too. But uh, yeah, I'm just saying. I love that. That's that's good trivia, man. It's a great trivia question. They probably threw away everything from that first year because, you know, we weren't great. And I was like, I was like the sophomore that was the coach slash best wrestler on the team as a sophomore because my dad didn't know what he was doing. So your name's way down on the record books now. Oh yeah. It's way buried. But I was the first ever conference champion that they ever had. That's awesome. So yeah. That's a nice little factoid there. That's why I said sailors. I just know that off the top of my head because I live there in Sutherland actually. So yeah. Um okay. Class D like wrestlers to watch. Uh, I love watching Sebastian Saucida from Shelton. He's a little spitfire. Um, he won it last year with a torn ACL, uh, which is kind of nuts. And then the year before that, he was favored to win and, and didn't, which I'm sure added some fuel to the fire. Um, I, I'm kind of curious where Aquinas is all going to shake out with their lineup, but uh, <laughs> come on. Oh, my God. Stop. You guys got to stop laughing. It's, it's I'm moving sense. your hands. I'm done. I'm done. I'm Mary Catherine Gallagher from Saturday Night Live <laughs> in, in the pits for the rest of this. It, uh, it, there is, I, I actually remember now, like there's something on the new technology. If you updated your iPhone, it does, like you can do reactions on Zoom, on uh, FaceTime and stuff. So it's, it's yeah, sorry. Thanks for the heads up on that one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Where were you on that one, dude? <laughs> I just like the fireworks thing. Can you do this? Again? I don't know. Oh, I'm not doing it. It's I'm a double. Double. <laughs> um, Kavon Aquinas. Yep. Uh, three-time state runner-up. He's wow. lost some heartbreakers at state. Um, I think he'll end up at 144. He's been at 150. Obviously, you know, wants to go out with the title. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelby Sopel, 150, and then Moravic at 57, and then you got your big guys, um, some of them, Brazina. 
I don't know if I'm saying those name names right or not, but that's that's their their five hammers. Um, I like Seabrant uh, from Wisner Pilger. He uh, returning state champion, just kind of kind of that same sort of like grinder type. You know, wins a lot of matches like eight to one, nine to zero. Not going to take you down and cut you. Just going to wear you down and turn you. Um, fun to watch wrestle. Um, I mean. I, those are those are the probably top end guys. I like, I really like the Shelby Rising City um, kids. The Verb Cuz he got at one ninety and two eighty five. Um, I think two eighty five is maybe a little more in question just because I don't know if he's like full size. But um, they, they they're gonna have they're all they're all underclassmen I think so they're gonna yeah, be in good shape. The Verb Cuz are are uh, juniors I believe. Yep, yep. So they'll be. They're going to be in good shape. Uh, I don't know. It's PL, FJ, ELL. There's some good kids coming up too. The feeder program they have going has done a good job in recent years. Um, I don't, I assume Aquinas is going to be staying D in the future, but um, Sutherland, Aquinas is going to lose two out of their main five. And then after next year, like the top, their big five right now, they're all gone. So we'll have to kind of see how things all shake out or pan out in D as we go along. We, we talk a lot about like Creighton Prep being the future of, of class A and there's some other young teams coming up in other classes, but uh, I, I'm very curious as to class D, you know, who, who's going to drop down from C, who's going to surprise people. What, what, what small town has the support at the kids club level to, to feed talented kids into the program because that's really what it takes to, to build like a sustained youth club, which is why you're seeing Broken Bow do so well. They have the support at the youth level. Like Broken Bow is just a pipeline. Like kids from Ord used to go to Broken Bow. That's my hometown. How, how is Ord going to be? I mean, they, you know, historically pretty good at wrestling. Like, yeah, they'll, they're going to be in rebuilding mode now. They had a heck of a run there. Um, you know, multiple medalists and, and then two-time state champ Gabriel, they're gone. So they don't have any returning qualifiers. They're, um, they're young-ish. They, they have some, a lot of football players, a lot of athletes that, that wrestle, but I don't know that they have guys that have been on the mat their whole life and have devoted their time outside of football to wrestling, um, which even in like class C and D, I feel like we're getting to that point where year-round wrestling is really important. Um, you know, you don't have to go crazy all year long, but like go to some summer camps and, you know, usually there's something within an hour of you to go, to go wrestle at, but yeah, they're, they don't, I don't think they have anyone below 132. So it'll be a rebuilding year, but, um, they've, they've done it before and they'll do it again. So I'm sure they'll be good in a couple of years. I'm going to go back to Shelby rising city. I was wrong. They're not all juniors. It's freshman, sophomore, and junior. I think just one junior, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Colin Verbka, who, by the way, when I saw them play football in a playoff game, I loved him. Like, he's like a tough dude, just like killing people, defensive end, tight end, or I guess end in eight man. So, uh, yeah, those three are actually uh, they're pretty good athletes. So, yeah, that's that's probably why you see them doing well. Yeah, and and it's neat because, you know, you kind of get used to the same names, you know, especially over a five or six year stretch. And um, 
there are teams like Pleasanton right. who they have three, two, two guys who are top two, another couple like metal caliber guys. Could they make the state duels? So you're, then you start getting into like these, these towns and these teams that have never made the state duels. And, and so they're, they're gunning for it, you know, and that kind of makes things exciting. You know, that once you get into January, you know, there's a lot of speculating. You look at the, the point totals because if, is, is it a perfect system? Probably not, but it's better than just having a committee select. I guess <laughs> if, you're, if you're asking me. So th- there are these, there are towns that have never made the state duels that, that they have, there's one team in, in their small town and they have 10 good wrestlers and they're going to try and put all their efforts into making state duels. Do you have a key to the city of word yet? <laughs> I, I do not. I do not. <laughs> I love I love going back there though for the Ord invite. You what? Uh, I love going back for the Ord invite. It's usually the last Friday of January. It's a good so, tournament. You know, we need to take any wrestle out to the Ord invite. Uh, I can't go this year because we're doing the NSWCA Girls State Dual Invitational that You're Friday. Right. So it's the same day, so there's going to be. I, I think it's out there. I mean, there's going to be eight of uh, the better dual girls teams in the state probably eight out of the top let's just say top 12 or, or 15 girls teams are all going to be at, in um at that event and, and that's an nswca thing so like norm menstead les painter kind of the the ogs that have the girls yeah the godfathers that have gotten girls wrestling off the ground um they're going to host that event and it's going to be awesome. Like Grand Island's going to be there and there's no question that they're the best girls mm. dual team and regular season tournament team in the state. So, and then you have Norfolk and then you have Millard South and Pierce and uh, Minden and Skyler, like all these teams that have traditionally been at least the last couple of years, like full lineups or close to full lineups. And it's going to be like freaking cool for the sport. So I, I get excited about girls wrestling. Um, that's going to be awesome. Don't let Bob Mulligan hear you just say that. <laughs> Bob can never mind. Yeah, keep it family oriented. Sure, Try. give us a thumbs up real quick. I'm good. And before we let you go, can we get? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, Drew. Um, and my camera died. That's why I went out for a little bit. I had to come back in. I was scrambling. But um, Chuck actually asked a question, which was great. Yeah, I tried. Yeah. Drew, uh, we should make this a regular thing. Uh, okay. I have a plan. We'll talk about it down the road. Uh, we won't be as broad. We'll be a little more, you know, zeroed in for you. Down the Tell road. me how to turn off the, the hand gesture thing and then we'll <laughs> – Whoa. Then I will come back. <laughs> wow. Um, Get a Google link. Yeah, you can do that, Chuck. All right, Drew, appreciate you and, you know, Cody and you guys and all you do um, for uh, wrestling in the state of Nebraska, not just high school, but you do some college stuff. It's great. Um, And people should definitely follow along with what you guys do. We, Chuck and I, just like to bring a little levity and do what we can to fill in maybe some gaps. And uh, you guys are the best. You do a tremendous job. And we're obviously – I think we understand we're not trying to take anything away from what you guys do. We, we know who the best is and, and that's clear. Hey man, there's, we, 
everyone loves loves watching this that I've ever talked to, you know, and I love talking with you guys and, and uh, working together. I talk to a lot of people about this and um, you can never give these kids enough coverage, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully what we do is help that, you know, the videos and the photos and, and uh, we only want to get bigger and better at it and shows like your guys's and organizations like NSWCA and then the AAU guys and the USA guys, like, that's that's good for the sport it's good having that stuff and and um i like to think that you know if we all cooperate that's only a good thing for nebraska wrestling so yeah just if everyone else felt the same way anyway um tweeting from your basement i I didn't say that chuck did um all right drew we will talk to you later thanks for the thanks for the insight appreciate you we'll uh see you well maybe later than soon all right. See you guys in 2024. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was cool. We found out some fireworks emojis or whatever that is. It's not a. He was so flustered by. He was that. so mad. He was so <laughs> mad. He was mad. He's like, I was like, what is the thumbs up thing? And then I remembered later. Oh yeah, that's. A- Thing. I don't even know how to turn it off, but the fireworks thing was awesome. That was cool. I lost it. You know, I uh, now that I'm, you know, we're we're both back to full health. I think we're gonna have to start hitting up some tournaments and maybe some couple duels. I was at two on Saturday. Where were you? Friday. What day was that? Whatever day that was. Friday. I can't remember what day of the week. Friday I was working. Oh, yeah. I was at two. I went to the OPS thing. Brian, good showing yeah. from Brian. Yeah. Got yeah. some nice pieces there. So the OPS dual tournament. Um, there's some not great wrestling, too. But, um, yeah, I was there and then ran and drove as fast as I could to get to Crane Prep. I mean, those freshmen at Prep are amazing. They're they're coming, man. Yeah. <laughs> and it might be this year. Yeah. Like it's, everyone talks about the future, but they're, man, tough. they're tough. Like they are definitely tough. And whew. yeah, you have another year of Adonis too coming back next year. He's a good wrestler, so get you some points. Um Rowan didn't want to drop any names, but they've got some guys coming in next year too that are gonna to be absolute. Yeah, we don't want to talk about eighth graders because uh they're in we don't. We don't, but I'm just saying in, in in this instance for the future, like they're they're not slowing down. No, yeah, they'll be they'll be fine. All right, Chuck. Well, that'll do it for the longest Mike Chuck episode we've ever had outside of the state tournament preview show, which we did live at the Herd Out Sports Bar, by the way. We're probably gonna do again. We're probably gonna do that again. Cool. It was it was successful and it was great. So we had a crowd. Yeah, we had a crowd. It was a good crowd. There's about fifty people there. It's a lot. That was roughly 50, seriously. Yeah. Dead serious. So anyway, yeah, it was a good time. Um, We will, uh, yeah, we'll see you next year. Next year, 2024, the Mike Chuck Show. A Herd at Sports Network production.